You're listening to Sports Breakfast on 91.3 Sport FM. In the run towards 7 o'clock, Sports Breakfast. Just one voice this morning. Jacob Lancer in the chair with uh, Wayne absent, ill, wishing him a speedy recovery. All been well. Wayne will be back in the chair tomorrow. Uh, let's get to Mike in Palmyra before we welcome James Sully Sullivan to Chat Rugby League. You there, Mike? Hey, JL. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? Good, mate. Just thought that I'd keep you company, mate. You're on your own. Yes, yes. The more company, the merrier, Mike. What would you like to chat about? <laughs> uh, just about the Dockers game, mate. was... Uh, extremely impressed on the intensity, mate. Compared to earlier uh, in the year, mate, they just played the opposite. And, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Um, and got the ball up the corridor. All the all the forwards uh, were all uh, involved in the game as well, which is great. Uh, and Schultz was the best on ground, I think. There were a few that had a lot of impact. I thought Sean Darcy in the ruck was great. Uh, really took care of, of Tom Hickey. Luke Jackson up forward, three goals. Uh, yeah, there was a lot to like about Fremantle, and maybe in the first quarter they didn't get reward. They, they had a lot of chances and squandered them going forward, and probably Dockers fans thought, here we go, more of the same. But after quarter time, six goals in the, the second quarter, another five in the third and four in the last. So scoring potency all of a sudden, scoring 100 points two weeks in a row, uh, that's got to please you as much as anything else, I would have thought, Mike. Uh, absolutely, mate. You know, And, uh, uh, of course, the Mighty Sharks as well, mate. I was uh, over the moon about that as well. Nice to see As you would be too. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I did think that we'd uh, we'd bounce back uh, against Subiaco. At the moment, Isamantle will match up well with Subi. It hasn't been the way for a couple of decades. But of recent years, Isamantle have had the wood on Subi, and, and so it proved again on the weekend. Hey, Mike, thanks for your call. Thanks for keeping us company. Um, enjoy your Monday. Uh, and you too, mate. That's Mike from Palmyra giving us a call here on Sports Breakfast. Uh, a happy Dockers man this morning, as there will be plenty of happy Dockers fans full stop uh, around the land today. James Sully Sullivan's always a happy man. As long as there's rugby league on the telly or for him to watch live in the flesh, James Sully Sullivan's smiling. And he's with us on a Monday morning to chat the weekend round 11 of the NRL and some of the subplots and storylines that came out of it. Morning, Sully. Hello, Jacob. How are you, young man? How was your weekend? My weekend was um, was run-of-the-mill, I'd say, by my standards. Uh, work Saturday, you know what it's like in this business. <laughs> yep. You work over your weekend, and it was my dad's birthday on Saturday night, so that was nice, and yesterday was a, a bit of a, a rest and recovery day heading into another week. How was yours? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yeah, as you say, yeah, work a bit like you work Saturday, and calling here, I was actually in the Canberra, called my first game this year in the Canberra comp, so that was good. I enjoyed that, and then a bit of work yesterday, and as you say, sat. I was home by quarter to two to watch two great games of rugby league. Really enjoyed it, and the feel-good moment of my weekend. I've got, and I think I'm not the only one who will say that. Was just to see Kalen Ponga mm. back up and about attacking the football. Just so good to watch. And I know at the end of the day. Well, it didn't really matter for me who won the game. It was all about seeing this kid back on the field and three games in, and, and we did say, didn't we? Dunny asked me last week about, you know, we played the two, then the bye. We thought the bye would do him the world of good. He was up and about, wasn't he? It was really, really good. Um, we know the trouble he's had. And I tell you what, Jacob, he's probably got to play every game like it is his last game. You know, because if he... We all know if he cracks one more on the head, it might be his last game. So just a pure enjoyment of seeing him happy and bouncing around and his night side had a massive win. Well, let's start there and then we'll work our way back to the start of the round because there was a bit of criticism, wasn't there, as uh, as part of the weekend before. The Knights 
had the buy, and they went overseas. Yep. Did they go to Fiji? Oh, they went to Bali, and it Bali. was one player. It there was, was all sorts came, of talk about this, though, wasn't there? Oh, it was ridiculous. It was one player went with his family, and they were oh, just yeah, talk about blowing out, blowing out of the water. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, no, they were fresh, and they looked fresh at the back end of the game when the game was up for, when the game was up for you know winning. That's where they hit the foot and went bang in the last twenty minutes, and because the Titans got himself back into um into the game with another fellow who's. Just had a resurgent year, hasn't he? David Fafita, he's been enormous for um, the Titans this year. And he nearly, well, he scored two tries himself. He he tried to get him on the front foot, but it was Ponga, just the back end of the match that really lifted the Knights. And massive win. That's their, I think that's their biggest win in a decade. So um, plenty of points scored, as we thought. And, um, yeah, great win for the Knights. Absolutely it was. And yep, silence any doubters. Uh, a block of, of narrow defeats and all of a sudden their highest score in uh, quite some time. Uh, a great win as they powered away from the Gold Coast Titans yesterday. Back at the start of the round, the Storm beat the Broncos. A terrific game at Amy Park. It, it always promised to be. But there was a bit of discussion around some of the decisions and maybe the Storm got the rub of the green at home sale. How did you see it? Yeah, it was interesting one. Of course, the, interesting, the, the, the injury to Adam Reynolds early in the match obviously didn't help. Broncos, they had to readjust, but I tell you what, you you talk about. I'm st- I'm still fired up about this. This game kicked off at 7:50 Eastern States time and finished at five past ten. Jacob, gee, work that out. Two hours and fifteen oh. minutes. I know you got the half time, but fair dinkum. They've got to be better than that. And I, I did feel sorry for the referee. He was put under the spotlight the week before in the Warriors um, Warriors Panthers game. And then all of a sudden, it was like, woohoo! He was a deer, he was a kangaroo in headlights again. At the back end of the game, he just kept going up to the bunker, up to the bunker. We had ridiculous Pat Carrigan sent to the bin for a, oh that word hip drop, which I'm struggling with more and more every week. And then coming out the next day, and they said, oh no, no problem, no case to answer. But let's not take the gloss off the Melbourne Storm. And one bloke in particular. Jacob, and I know I don't like comparing apples and oranges, but this kid, now Brandon Smith's gone. We're seeing Harry Grant playing 80 minutes. And the more I watch him, the more I can see his predecessor in Cameron Smith. You know, he, remember when he used to come on last year, JL, and he'd go a bit 100 mile an hour, wouldn't he? Mm. Brandon Smith would start and he'd go bang, bang. This year, the, just the calmness. And he's playing 80, he's picking when to go. Oh, he's, he's going to be a very good boy, this Harry Grant. I'll tell you what, Melbourne Storm fans out there, they will be rejoicing this morning because Craig Bellamy has signed on oh. to go season 22 at the Melbourne Storm. He has signed on for 2024. So that's great news, a real fill-up for the Storm. That's significant, isn't it? Because over the last few years, there's probably been talk around, OK, how do they handle Craig Bellamy's departure from the club and will he stay, will he go? And he stays. He maintains that, that position that he's held with aplomb for more than two decades. Yeah, it's a good point you made, Jake. Too, and it's like he's, you know, three, four weeks ago he wasn't. He was umming and ahhing. And now all of a sudden, and I think what it is, Nelson Asofa Solomon has signed on. Um, we know um, oh, the centre. Oh, Justin Orlam, he signed on. you got Jerome Hughes. They're all signed on to 26, 27, these fellas. So the nucleus of that group... Obviously, I think he, I'll tell you the one thing, I think he's excited and he, 
he's holding back the kid until he's ready, which we all want him to. But I just think he wants to be part of Ryan Pappenhausen's comeback as well. You know, so I think, yeah, no, there's some promising kids out there at Melbourne Storm, and that's a great fill-up for Storm supporters. That it is. The first game of the round, a win. Harry Grant, uh, an encouraging performance and a good win over a great opponent. The Broncos, top of the ladder, heading into the round. Uh, Bulldogs, Warriors, do we have to talk about this? The Warriors won, apparently. Uh, the Bulldogs went down 24-12. to 12. <laughs> Oh, well, they got out of the blocks. We, we were critical, of course, of the Warriors not scoring points, but they scored in the 6-24 from the 34th and just controlled the match from there. Obviously, disappointing for Bulldogs fans hearing Late Thursday night, the Josh Addo car wouldn't play, so you lose a few points there. But, yeah, Warriors still thereabouts, um, and they'll get a few favours around Origin. But I tell you what, the one bloke who's impressed me, and he got points again in the Dallin, Adam Fanua Blake, and he is eligible for New South Wales. I, I really hope they're having a little look at him, but he was outstanding for the Warriors. So, yeah, good win then. For the Warriors and Bulldogs, yeah, disappointing again. Not an enjoyable season so far for the Bulldogs. Uh, injuries, yes, and Josh Adokar's been a, a major loss. But, yeah, their performances haven't stacked up. How much pressure are they under, Sal? Because they were seen as one of the big improvers this year, and right now they're nowhere near it. Yeah, yeah, I think Sorrell was always going to be given a year. And let's be totally honest, they, they've had some bad injuries, haven't they, to key personnel, you know, when you think about it. And so, yeah, Kikau in particular on that left edge, he started so well for them, but... Yeah, I think, I think he'll be given a bit of grace. Hey, so what about the Panthers? The writing was on the wall nice and early here against the Roosters. Half-time, it was 24-zip, and they didn't let off in the second half. They doubled their score and only let the Roosters run in a late consolation try. Uh, this was comprehensive for the reigning Premier at home. Oh, this was wake up. Yeah, who, who, who poked the Panther? That's what it was. <laughs> I tell you what, we saw them. We saw them put on that second half against the Raiders, and then we haven't seen it since, and... The other night was a statement game, wasn't it? Liam Martin was back. Eight tries they scored. But I tell you what, the Roosters are copping it over here, JL. They, they are, they're calling them the pampered Roosters. It's about time they stood up because they were awful. And I think Trent Robinson's, you know, the, the, the drums are beating. He's really got to start to get this side up and about because at the moment they aren't. But, yeah, I think the Panthers have just, just let the rest of the comp know we are thereabouts. James Sully Sullivan with us. We're looking back at round number 11 of the NRL season and uh, the games and storylines that made up the weekend. Another one-sided fixture starting Saturday. Uh, the Bunnies put the Tigers back in their place. We talked last week it could have been three in a row for West, but uh, uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs playing as well as anybody at the moment. It's a tight game of footy, though. And, and I think West Tigers, I know they got beat 20-0, but the bottom line, they'll, they'll look at it. They, you know, It was 6-0 until the 72nd minute, mm. so... They were in the game for a long time, and then South, as they do, score a couple of late tries with Milne grabbing a double and then Mitchell, of course. But I don't think West Tigers are awful. Um, and defensively, as I said, they're, they're hard to clip at the moment, this Rabbitohs side. And, and when they do get a roll on, that's the thing. But I think Rabbitohs fans will be excited too to hold a side to zero, to stay in the contest and get away with a win late. So, yeah, they've, as you said, they've rocketed now to the top of the ladder. The Rabbitohs, and but I, as I said, I, after two good weeks, West Tigers, I don't think their fans will be that disappointed with that. No, no, as you say, very close for 70-odd minutes and then a couple of late tries uh, saw the scoreline look a little bit more one-sided. Cowboys-Dragons, gee, the Dragons are under pressure, aren't they, Sal? The Cowboys won 42-22. to 
tries galore in the first oh. half, 24 to 6, and the game essentially decided up there in Townsville. Not an easy place to win, but the Dragons now under more pressure. Yeah, they are under pressure. They led early through Jack DeBellin, and I'm pretty sure the Townsville crowd said, oh, no, no, no. But all of a sudden, they, they got their hands. Young Lukey, he's a talent, this kid. Not a lot of people realise. I've seen him play a couple of times for the Cowboys, and he's um he's put his hand up and replaced Jeremiah Nanai, who's been suspended for, I think, a total of seven weeks already this year. Jeez. But after last week's win, you know, they, they had to make sure it wasn't a fluke back in front of their faithful. Their forward pack were good again. And, you know, I won't say the Cowboys are back yet, but two wins in a row uh, are very, very important. And it's a place they hadn't been that good at at home this year. So important, unfortunately, for Ben Hunt. Not a good way to celebrate his 300th, but he was brave and tried his best. They scored a couple of late tries. But, yeah, all the talk, who knows what's going to go on. But the St George, I think they're in for a long season. That they are. Hey, Saturday night, uh, the Raiders and the Eels. Now, we knew it was going to be cold, but the home team fired up and beat the Eels 26-18. Last year's grand finalists in all sorts of bother. But Canberra now just maybe starting to get a little bit more uh, media publicity and not just in the nation's capital with what they're doing, so. Yeah, their biggest win in that. They've won five in a row, and it was their biggest win in, in that. And that's what people will laugh. It was eight points. Well, you know, they, they won that previous four by six or less. So they're getting into the grind now, this Raiders side. I, I must admit they are. Their forward pack is just starting to evolve, evolve nicely. Papa Lee is in good form. No coincidence, state of origin around the corner. Mm. <laughs> but Harry Hudson, very good. So, oh, no, Harry what a, Hudson Young, sorry. Getting me Harry's mixed up. I think he plays Jersey <laughs> Flegg. <laughs> but Hudson Young, very, very good once again. And, yeah, as I said, five in a row. They picked up 12 points in the last six weeks, five wins in the bye. So all of a sudden, and as you mentioned, the Eels, they're in a bit of froth and bubble, aren't they? They really are because I tell you what, it doesn't get any easier. They take on the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys oh, in the dear. next couple of weeks. It, that's exactly oh dear. They'll lose Borlo, probably he's the only one junior for State of Origin, so they won't be hurt too much. But, gee whiz, they need to start putting some points on the board. We've spoken about the Knights win over the Titans. Yep. Uh, we finished, though, by chatting the Seagulls and the Sharks. Uh, this was always going to be an interesting clash, the Battle of the Beaches, Manly and Cronulla, and it was the Sharks who got up. Yeah, it was, and, and, and they did well. The Kalgoorlie boy, big Roycey Hunt, rolls over in the fifth minute. He's going good, the big fella. And then, um, yeah, Katoa, then Ramian. You know, they led. They were out to a 20-0 lead. And then, um, of course, the Seagulls scored a couple of tries, talking to a few Cronulla supporters last night. They were a little bit disappointed that the Sharks didn't put the Seagulls away. They've opened the door up a little bit. But two points is two points, and... You know, a, a place that it's hard to win at too, as we know at Brookvale or Four Pines Park, what they talk, call it. But, yeah, both sides, after getting beaten comprehensively up there at Magic Round, needed to grab the two points, and it was the Cronulla Sharks in a good win. So that's the round, round 11, as we move towards round 12 later this week. State of Origin yep. is very immediate now. Um, the 31st of May, so final day of this month, uh, just... Over two weeks away, Sal. Um, squads, yes. are there going to be any surprises? Well, there's a lot of talk on Friday night about, obviously, the Reese Walsh had a fair game and was he going to replace Ponga? Well, Ponga said, get back in your box, son, uh, with his performance yesterday. New South Wales, I am really concerned about Tom Trevojevic. Um, Of course, he is not the player he was 
And he's had to learn to run again, basically, Jacob, after these hamstring problems. He's been to America, but he just hasn't got the zip. So Campbell Graham has been outstanding. I'm not sure what Mr Fitler will do, but obviously Jerome Luai was very, very good the other day, so he might have put the knockers to bed with his performance. So Cleary and Luai probably will be in the halves. But I think maybe Campbell Graham and Latrell Mitchell need to be from the Rabbitohs to the centres because I think it's a risk. And I think the, the conversation needs to be had and a bit of honesty from both Tom Travojevic and Brad Fittler. But watch this space. Alrighty, there we go. Adelaide uh, hosting the first game of State of Origin at the end of uh, this particular month. Uh, Sell locally, NRL on the weekend? Well, we might have lost Sell. Well, we've lost Sell just momentarily there on Sport FM. Uh, let's, let's bring Sully back into the conversation. We just lost you there, Sell. Locally, NRL to finish us off. Yeah, as you said, though, Adelaide, it's going to be a beauty, isn't it? Always good when they take it in a state. I love it. Of course, love it more when it goes to Perth. And Well, locally, yes, well, South Perth Lions at home, good crowd. They got over the top and gave the Fremantle Roosters their first loss for the year, 24-14. And down at Rockingham, the Joondalup Giants, it's a fair way from Joondalup oh. to Rockingham, but they, they came home with the two points, 30-24. to 24. So a um, couple of strong games, good games. Uh, physical game at South Perth. That's a, a you know a tight game, isn't it? Twenty four fourteen. So and the women's there was wins to Joondal up Fremantle and Ellenbrook Rabbitohs on Friday night. But the footy's warming up nicely in the West. That it is. The weather's getting cooler, but uh, local NRL are getting uh, bigger and better. And we've got a couple of games of NRL here uh, to look forward to later in the year. But the local competition has made an impressive start. So. Uh, I, I, Yes. Jacob, just quickly with that local comp, you can watch it on nrl.com now. Okay. The match of the round every Saturday afternoon. So if anybody's out there wants to, can't get to the games, just jump, jump on nrl.com and you'll um, see the local game. Donnie Bell calling. So, yeah, always good to watch. Good man, Donnie, and good caller too. So I recommend you check that out. Um, now, the fact now, Wayne would probably be getting stuck in you if he's here. Multi, any luck or not? Well, you know, we had the Bulldogs in it, so yeah, no luck. Well. No. That, that, well, you, you dug your own grave there, Sal. If you include the Bulldogs in a multi at the moment, you probably well, set yourself up. Well, I did I, I did pick the multi, and I, I will hand on heart when Josh Adokar was named. So, yes. anyway, we'll move on. We we'll shall. move on. We shall. We'll go again on Thursday and see if we can land a winner or two. Sal, thanks for your time. Have a good week in the meantime.